Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita. And we're back with The, the Voice It Out podcast. podcast. Season one was all about what makes us the same and also what makes us different. Now we're including more voices to gain new perspectives and opening up the conversation. So join us and don't keep it in. Voice, Voice it, it out. out. I know. Wow. So, so our guest today. I'm so oh, let's just get into it. So let's just excited. let's just get into so it. So excited. So first of all, we've got to say that we have worked with this incredible man for quite a long time. Oh, very long time. But so let's have some of the accolades coming. Up. <laughs> Come on, do it, do it, do it. He's gonna love it, by the way. Well, I hope he does. <laughs> um, okay, so he is currently the CEO of Like a Radio and Like a Gold. Gold oh, being gold. the first kind of golden oldie station that we have in the Indian radio brilliant. spectrum in the UK. Absolutely. Um, he was director at Subrest Radio, which is a regional, regional radio in the Midlands. Yep. For 14 years. Wow. He's not old, I'm telling you, he's not <laughs> And he's been in the media industry for almost two decades. That's, well, he started off very young, I'm going to be honest. I mean, don't they all? They do. He's yeah. also... The co-founder of BizAsialive.com, which we were affiliated we were. to not so long ago. And most <laughs> you of might you, have heard us talking you, about. You might have, just a little bit. I yeah. mean, even a, even the last, I mean, the last episode of season one might have given you a tiny hint. Yes, we talked about our media experiences. Exactly. So, go and listen to it, go and listen to it. Who is this person? <laughs> this person is our very good friend, Raj Bodhan. Hi, Raj! Hello. <laughs> oh, what an introduction. I love that. <laughs> I want you to carry on, carry on. <laughs> See, I told you, I knew it. I was like, he's going to love this. Shama knows this so well as well, because Absolutely. obviously we, we talk about this all the time. We do. Yeah. And it's not always about the me game, is it? It's no, it's not. Well, first and foremost, <laughs> I have to say, Raj, you are looking impeccable. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Thank you. I thank love you. this. Thank yes. You. Now, a little bit of history, guys. I'm always, always commenting <laughs> on Raj's outfit. Sometimes the, fa he... the fashionista that you are. Right? <laughs> that I'm the referee. I'm the referee. I'm not doing very well, but I'm the referee. <laughs> but no, I approve of this. I do approve of this. Thank you. Can I Lovely. say, first of all, congratulations on this. This is amazing. Oh, thank Season you so much. Season two, our vo honestly, voice it is just brilliant. The way you guys are doing it thank is you. just thank fantastic. And I know this is going to be even better than season one. Uh, not saying anything about the guests, but I'm just saying. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> um, so I wish you all the best with what you're doing. Oh, thank you. I will miss you guys on bizasialive.com. That's yeah? so cute. You know, I miss you guys on oh, that. Because so we had a little family thing going we on. We did, actually. And we still have, uh, in a way. Yeah, I was going to say, we're we, still family. You don't get rid of us that easily. Well, well we, do, we do miss you too, I'm telling you. Oh. We do miss yeah. you too. So it's, it's all good. Yeah. It's, it's all good. good. It's so good that we've kind of reunited on that kind yeah. of same platform. But I know. In a different way. It's a totally Absolutely. different way. I mean, you know, you're, you're known for your voice. Absolutely. So, you know. <laughs> We had to call you on. We had to call you on. <laughs> <laughs> there was but, no but, getting but, away with it. Well, when I saw the setup here, was, I was like, this is incredible. This is so, so good because Can you, imagine? Uh, you got the cameras everywhere. You've got the mics and the mics is the daily thing for me. So I was like, hang on, we need to adjust it and get it closer to me or a bit further away. I do like this because it's like, we can just leave him to it and be like, he knows what he's doing. He's no, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> well, we, 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 we hope after 20 years in the media industry, <laughs> yeah. we hope, we know, Absolutely. he knows, sorry, what he's doing. Okay, so obviously you've had a lot of accolades. Yeah. You've had a lot of stuff going on, especially in the last two years as CEO of Light at Leica. 
But today you're here for a very special reason. We've invited you on because we want to mark International Men's Day, which is 19th of November, if no one knows, because I always have men saying, oh, you have a Women's Day in March. What (laughs) about a Men's Day? There is a Men's Day. There is a Men's Day. It's the 19th of November. Now, we think that you're a really good role model for men out there. And that's why we wanted you on for this particular episode. And it's not to butter you up, but you are a real big, I think you're a really big inspiration, especially as just a friend, but also as a person, just taking out the professional side for a bit. Yeah. And therefore we thought it was a really good idea to have you talk about, you know, the importance of celebrating men, yeah, which we yeah. don't always do. No, we talking don't. Talking about the challenges you might have faced as a man in the industry, because we always talk about women's challenges. Yeah. We don't, we don't kind of, you know, no, think about men's challenges. No, we do don't. We? No, we don't. It's, it's also, it's, and it's always a thing of like men against women. We're really, that's actually not what it is. It should be about everyone working together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just thought that you'd be someone who is a perfect example of someone who can bring those those things together, um, mainly because of our own experiences of you as well. Yeah. So I think no, it's that you. as well. Exactly. I, I think just generally, I think uh, equality matters in any profession you're in. Um, you know, having having um, what I've done, and I mean, do, do you know the thing is when you did the introduction, I felt like. How old am I? I was questioning myself. You're absolutely um, ancient. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but what I've, uh, I'm 40, 41. Um, and by the time we go out, I think we'll, I'll be near 42. Um, so I feel what I've achieved so far um, has been um, has been quite a journey. But I always get this. I mean, um, for International Men's Day, I always get this thing like, oh, um, how old are you really? I mean, you know, you achieved so much in, <laughs> in your time. And for me, it's not about how much I've achieved. It's about uh, the support that I've had, my support yes. network and having the people that have kind of pushed me into where I am. And I know there's a lot of things that I've done um, independently as well. But having the right people around you, having the right uh, and, and also some of the wrong people, because even the wrongs you learn from as well. So yeah. we have that where where you have some people just kind of push you into the right direction because you think, hang on a sec, that's not right. But for generally, I think it's it's great that we're celebrating International Men's Day. Um, I get this in the office at Leica as well, where uh, we do celebrate International Women's Day. To, uh, we do a lot for International Women's Day. Yeah. We do a lot because we change our schedule. We have female lineup. Uh, we have on both stages Leica Radio and Leica Gold Radio. Yep. So we have just females. But on International Men's Day, we don't do much. So Precisely that. All, yeah. all, we <laughs> do, all we do, all we do, would probably say a, a mention here and there. Yeah. International Men's Day, get in touch. Tell us about your men's experience, that kind of thing. But yeah. we don't do much for International Men's Day. But I think... One thing that's very important is mental health. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in being an Asian. Yes. Being an Asian. It's always been a taboo subject. Yeah. And um, it's so good to see a lot more exposure of mental health and uh, what mental health in men uh, is like, because I don't think that is highlighted enough. There is now a lot more highlight of that. And I think we just need to focus a little bit more on, say, the mainstream, which is obviously Bollywood or some of these OTT platforms, which may not cover it because they're still kind of shy away from it or still. I think think I think in my experience I think that with OTT platforms especially because they have more of a legroom to really go into certain subjects about whether it's for men or for women we see it more there rather than on the big screen or even even with like Indian TV you don't see a lot with like Indian TV and you know it's so it's and what you said about having the right people around you 
and having the wrong people around you. I think it's it's so important for both men and women and non-binary people and where wh- whatever like you know like whatever whatever you identify as however you are mm. having people around you that teach you what it means to be the best yeah. version of yeah. yourself yeah. absolutely it's so important it's, so it's it's like it's like what you said about Indian television I'm just yeah. thinking if you watch a show like Anupama yeah. for instance and uh, it's a very female Sorry. focused drama <laughs> yes. uh, yet if they if they co- of, uh, say Van Raj having mental health yeah. I don't think you would have the same kind of connect to it as what it's funny has. you said that because <laughs> when so basically when we were discussing about this episode um, obviously just a little while ago I said can we actually collectively think of any characters yeah. where we can say this is a positive male influence in the story or whatever it is and I actually thought of Anupama and I thought of Anuj Kabadia who plays her mm. now husband yeah, yeah. I have never seen a character written like that because yeah. literally the man is an out and out feminist. He never makes her feel bad for not knowing things. He's always supporting her, understanding her struggles, yeah. but he went through his own mental health kind of space and kind of, you know, like there was a, there was a track in the story that had him kind of, you know, dealing with his own mental health because of certain things that had happened. And you're right. I don't think it had as much of an impact as if, Anubama herself yeah, has gone through it or yeah. a female yeah. character in the same serial had gone through because, it. Because because there's a lot of women that will relate to say Anubama. Yeah. But I don't think the guys are, who are watching with their yeah. with their wives or their partners, they wouldn't have the same emotional attachment with say um, yeah. Anuj or Van yeah, Raj having the same thing in a, Exactly. In and I think I think that should change in Indian yeah. TV, but obviously we're in a different country. Do you know what? So we see it Do you know what? You guys just talking about Indian serials, right? And <laughs> literally just got me thinking, like Every Indian serial, there is mental health there because most of these people, most of the evil people are psychopaths. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> they all must have some sort of mental health issue for them to think, oh, let me, I don't know, poison this daughter-in-law and put her in a suitcase and boil her in rice or whatever. Oh whatever they do. I don't it's know how the stream, isn't it? Yeah. Now that you say but like you know that. what I mean? It's all very kind of like... You know, it's all very much sort of okay. Yeah, like that. Like, I'm obviously, I'm just joking. It's obviously they're just trying to be there to make a story, but to boil rice. To, to well, <laughs> well, I saw this clip Sorry. on Instagram. Well, I saw this clip on Instagram where this girl fainted and then she fell in a massive pot of rice. Yes, I've seen this. And then they cooked it because she just. I I don't know. I don't oh, know. Really? How they, yeah. So I I don't know where yeah. it's from. I saw it on Insta. Yeah. But like you know, like it's it's. I think it's it's one of those things where having that emotional attachment, like yeah. you said, yeah, it's yeah. very much. It's, it's such a. You know, they say that you know women think from their hearts, whereas men think from their brains, and like we women have more of the emotional yeah. attachment, and it takes a while for for men to get there. But I don't. I don't think it's that black and white. Yeah. I really don't think it's that black the and white. Is, I think if we think about Indian series, the target audience is totally not yeah. us as, mm. as British mm. Asians. Yeah. But we still, you know, like our, the, our mothers and father's generations, we still see them being really attached to these, yeah. these shows. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, as you were talking, I literally thought to myself, there's an Asian family in EastEnders at the moment, the Panessas. There have obviously been previous Asian families when there was a Sanjay and Gita yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even after that, when Dilip Dahil <laughs> played... <laughs> I still don't see the male mental health story and like an Asian man mental health story for an Asian character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, for example, I watch Emmerdale. I watch quite a lot of soaps. But anyway, <laughs> I watch Emmerdale and they've got this thing now where this really, this character went through um, a really bad time. Like he lost his daughter. Then he went through a divorce. His wife cheated on him. All of this. 
and he wanted just to say you know for international men's day it's a zero suicide is the theme and just if we look at that particular track he wants to commit suicide he mm. takes a gun with him and he sits in the middle of a field and he literally is ready to just basically kill himself yeah and it's only when he realizes that he's been bottling everything up when people come and help him his ex-wife yeah his best friend was just like how can you do that to us yeah He's not actually doing it to them, yeah. but he just doesn't know how to express. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really powerful storyline just for a man. But I really want to see Asian men yeah. in those yeah. situations. Yeah. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's true what you said there, because I think what it, what it is, especially with Asian men, I see that there's always this kind of ego thing. Um, Absolutely. And a male pride and also um, having one over another guy, especially when it comes to families. Yeah. Um, and you have that all the time. Yeah. Um, and they tend not to open up and a lot of what you said about yeah. bottling up, they're not going to open up because they yeah. feel like if they do, they're less of a man. And I think that's totally wrong because um, it will reach a point where it will be like fever pitch and you'll be like, hang on a sec, I wish yeah. I uh, got the help or wish I spoke to someone yeah. when I should have. Because mental health generally is quite a... Um, a close subject for me because everyone knows obviously how close Rishi Modi was who was yeah. one of my yeah, was one number two at Subrus Radio so having that and in fact it'll be three years um, next month as in December so I know that he will he you know he also um, suffered um, quite a lot from mental health yeah. Um, yeah and it was just one of those things so that's why that that, that subject is very close to yeah. me so having yeah. having um, people talk about these things is um, it's important is very important it is, it is important yes. but I just want to ask you one question yeah go for it I just want to ask you one question about um, you know being close to someone who you know is having these kind yeah. of mental health issues like whatever you call them problems or just you know just maybe just needs you a bit more maybe to mm. be by their side while they try and tackle whatever yeah. they've got going on in their minds how did it feel for you at that time do like do do you think that now you see it as i have to be there for whoever wants to you know, do you yeah, know is that I, how you feel yeah, but I, you want to just take them away from the problems that they feel no, they no, have no. and stuff like that do you know, do you know at that time I, I was probably because i wasn't so aware of mental health so when someone needs to talk about uh, and rishi did a lot with me to tell me obviously the way he's feeling yeah. um and obviously there's people that i know generally who take um antidepressants uh, and they take what medication th that they require to help them um but just having that you sometimes you're oblivious to it all you want to mm. just or you want to just hide away from things that this will be okay you'll you'll move on and you'll yeah. be okay but it's not as easy because being in their shoes and thinking about what they might be thinking about it may, may you may not actually think about that they might be thinking like that so yeah. you I mean, I, I mean, like now I'm very particular saying things, um, and some people hold on to these things, especially someone who is going through mental health. Um, so saying things, it, you know, it could be something just lighthearted, yeah. but they'll pick up on it and they'll hold on to it. Yeah. Um, and that's what you one thing that I've learned that not saying anything that may hurt them or they might bring up later on. Yeah. And the other thing is very important is um, just talking regularly and just being there for them. Well, it's, it's not, also not well, it's also important. a way of protecting yourself as well, yeah. isn't it? I think for me at the time, I think I felt um, I was doing a lot. Yeah. But I, now when I look back, I don't think I was doing enough. But that, see, that's, it's I think really, that's a natural yeah, reaction it is. to have. Yeah. The thing is, it's, yeah. it's most probably, and I say this from someone who knows you, you were probably doing more than he expected you to. Yeah. Especially because you guys were so close. And I think you're always going to think, oh my God, I should have done more. Yeah. But in actual fact, nine times out of 10, you were probably doing as much or more than you needed. But, but, but you know what it is? I think 
I also kind of, um, what happens is that if you, if you take a step back and you think, okay, you know what? Um, say the less time you spend with that person, yeah, the more they'll not think about the problem. Because being right. with them and talking about it too much, then I felt also yeah. that I don't want to keep yeah. reminding them that, yeah, they that they are not normal or they're not having, or they have got no issues. Yeah. So for me, it's very important to say, you know, everything's okay. Don't worry. You know, this time will pass and we'll move on. So that, you know, sometimes... Being, yeah, being yes. there. It's weird that you it say is. that because that might be comforting for you. Yeah. You know, like I feel like that when I'm trying to be there at my best level yeah. to the people that are close to me. I'm really hard on myself and I think yeah. both of you will know that. Yeah. But I'm really hard on myself. But then I sometimes now, as you say, you know, in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. Yes. Yeah. But you kind of just look back and you think, hold on, I'm trying to give my all to that person. That's also draining for me. Yeah. 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 And I think because women, we do that a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, obviously I can't speak for a man or any other gender. Yeah. But for me, I think women, we've spoken about this yeah. in season one, that we find it really difficult putting ourselves first. Yeah. But sometimes in that situation, when you find it's too much because you are being there for, for another person, yeah. there are times you can also put yourself first and be there for yeah. another person. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's possible yeah. to do that. But you yeah. see, I think it's also like, you know, and I, I feel like this is for me and you. And I feel like, actually, I, I, from what you're saying, I feel like you're probably there now too, is when it comes to someone else, you're like, I'm going to be there 100%. Yeah. It's so easy for yeah. us to be like, yeah. I need to be there. But when it comes to, oh, hold on, what do I need? Yeah. What is it that I need? What What is it that, and I and I think about when people say, let's say when I'm going through something, what can I do? Yeah. Because it's so hard for me to come to terms with my own needs. I'm like, I don't know. You just yeah. being there is yeah. fine. Yeah. When really I should, it's, I need to learn how to have that conversation with myself yeah. to be like, okay, what do I need? So that if someone's coming up to me and saying, what do you need? What can I do? I can say to them, do you know what? This is what I need from yeah, you. Yeah. This is what... Sometimes that could be... Like, I, don't, I, I, feel, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes it's as simple as, can you just listen to me? Yeah. 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 Can you just be yeah. present? Yeah. Can you sit with me while I watch a film? Yeah. To, like, yeah. Yeah. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's not a difficult thing. No. Sometimes we complicate it. It is. Yeah. I think Absolutely. we complicate it in our own heads yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but so Raj, I need to ask you this because we've, we've obviously, we're having this conversation and it's a really like, it's one of those questions where I'm like, I don't know how, what the person's going to say. Yeah. But how do you do that for yourself? Like we're yeah. saying as women, we found that really hard. Yeah. But as a man and as a man who is a leader, yeah. who yeah. sometimes you might feel like you need to set an example and maybe not show that you're affected by something or not show that yeah. that argument that those two people are having is your responsibility for example, Whatever it is, I'm not saying that anyone's had an argument, by the way. <laughs> um, just a disclaimer. Um, how do you do that for yourself? Or do you, do you feel like you don't do that for yourself? Um, I, I take a lot of time out where I will just uh, so I, I love I love a day in the week where I, and, and a lot of the evenings I tend to kind of spend on my own where I'll say you know what I just need time yeah. uh, to myself um, and it's very important to have that time that bit of self care and just you know having that self you know time for yourself um, I do a lot of that or if not I, I'm quite a sociable guy so I tend to go out with friends and just you know meet up with friends and catch up with them um i think that th th i've got this kind of thing where i will have like at least one or two days to myself um the rest of the time i'll be out and socializing where i don't want don't want to be talking about work all the time yeah. but i am a workaholic so i mean the work subject will always always come <laughs> yeah. up and as for being um 
the kind of referee when it comes to say um, the the arguments or the disagreements uh, in 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 the personal setting and also work setting. Uh, I, I think you know what since I've been in this position as a CEO of like uh, Radio Life of Gold, I've learned to uh, be a bit more neutral. Um, I've just learned to be a lot more. I don't know how, but I've just learned <laughs> to kind of compose myself a little bit more where I am not um, so kind of mouthy because I used to kind of shoot off sometimes saying things without without thinking about it. Okay. And then realizing I shouldn't have said it. But now I've just like, learned to zip my mouth. I think just being in this position, I've learned quite a lot. And, and I think yeah. it's probably down to my experience in the past and also how things were generally at Leica before I joined. Well, I did want to ask you, you've been, you know, we've spoken about your accolades, how long you've been in the British Asian media industry, especially. Yeah. Like, talking about mental health within that industry, like, how do you think it's developed. Do you think that there's more of an onus on mental health? Because it is a bit of a rat race. It is a little bit of a, especially with the way our experience is, it's yeah. very much, I need to be the best. I need to be the first at everything. I need to be d doing this. And it can get very stressful and it's very like, oh my God, like, you know, it's and it's, it can be very soul crushing at times. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure that you have had those moments where you're like, oh my God, like, is this really the type of thing that I want to do? Is it really something that I want to be a part of? Because there is a lot of toxicity as well yeah. that is connected to generally the media all over the world. Yeah. So in your experience, how has that developed to, from what it was to how you think it, how you've experienced it to be now? I think it's a, it's a great question. I think yeah. for me, it's uh, very, you know, so, so I've, I just love everything about what I do. So Good. when I joined, um, I had a focus, I had uh, a strategy as to what we're going to do to turn around the stations because the stations weren't doing so well right. um, before I joined. Um, so for me, it was just about changing everything and coming in, revamping everything. So having a set goal and yeah. having... So I call it like the line of fire. So for me, it's about <laughs> okay. the line of fire to know that I've got that focus. I don't want anyone to come in the way. Otherwise, you're just, yeah. yeah. So for me, it's very important to have some kind of focus to say this is what the uh, end goal is going to be or what my plan is in terms of my aims. Sure. Um, and having that has uh, has definitely worked in my favor. But at the same time, uh, as you mentioned, there there is always going to be some... You know, there are going to be some people that are going to try to come in the way and try to kind of... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, not, and not just ruin it for the brands, but ruin it for me. Yeah. Um, and also themselves as well. So for yeah. for me, it's very important to eradicate those people um, and then just focus on the simplicity of what we were doing and say, let's just focus on the end goal and that is it. Yeah. Without... And also, the other, the other thing I'd like to say is that I'm the kind of person, when I joined... Uh, I'm the kind of person to be working ground level. So yes, CEO as I am, uh, for me, it was just a title because I, you know, what, what I've been given is great. But for me, it was very important to be working with my uh, production team, with my sales team, with my programming team, with the marketing team, with everyone, just to make sure everyone is on the same level because I'm saying, and also I'm, I'm obviously doing a radio show as yeah. well. So it's very important that if I can do a radio show and if I've got a particular way of doing things um, and programming and marketing and sales, whatever it is, there's a certain way, there's a certain etiquette, there's a certain um, execution we require and yeah. it has to be on a higher standard. And if I can do it, I'll say, guys, we can audit together. Yeah. And that's very important to get everyone together on the same platform and to have the same kind of vision. So that's what we would do. That's so true. And I'm going to bring in my best friend here. 
Ranveer Singh. <laughs> so basically, the reason I'm bringing him in is not because Raja looks like him or anything like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so but yeah, so basically, I've I heard this anecdote from someone in Ranveer Singh's team a few years ago, and it really stuck in my head because there was an incident that I heard of where I don't know whether it was a film shoot or something like that, and Ranveer basically got rid of a person who was there. And then the story came out afterwards that Ranveer is the kind of person who needs everyone on, like or everyone in work mode. If they're, if yeah. they're working, they need to be in work mode. Yeah. And they don't only need to be in work mode, they need to be in their pristine mind, passionate, whatever yeah. it is, work mode. If he sees that anyone is slacking and there's no reason for it, you are uh, out. Yeah. yeah. And that reminded me of that, but it's also not not, not, not that clean cut, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's a bit weird because I wanted to ask this only because obviously we've all had our own experiences and we've had our different obviously experience uh, as uh, in the media industry in mm. the UK. But you do get people, as you said, you do get people who are maybe want to latch onto you, your brand, yeah. whatever it might be, but don't actually have maybe the right thing to invest in themselves. Yeah. They don't want to invest for the right reasons. Maybe they just want to latch on because they want to make a name for themselves and not be part of the team. Yeah. As yeah. It's, I find that really difficult when someone does that. I used to find it difficult even when we were at BizAsia when we brought in a new team member and they weren't fully 100% on board. I'm like, what the hell's going yeah. on? Yeah. But obviously it's difficult when it's actually a bigger brand, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you've said you need everyone to be on side, how do you actually deal with someone who isn't on site? And obviously you want to get rid of them because they're not matching in with the vibe or whatever it is, but it's not a matter of get rid. It's maybe sometimes a matter of explaining to them that, okay, maybe this isn't right for you. Do you yeah. get what I mean? And it, like, how do you deal with difficult conversations like that? Mm, I hate conversations like that. Honestly, <laughs> I I, I, do you know what? Yeah, I because thought you wouldn't I'm, like I'm, it. I'm, I'm kind of easygoing. Yeah. And I think, I think generally, I think anyone who works with me, they know, and you guys know how I work as well. Yeah. So, um, and everyone, everyone has a different opinion, yeah. and I don't say that everyone, uh, you know, we don't, we're not, we're not entitled to our own opinion. Everyone has that, but yeah. at the end of the day, we should have a bit of this, a bit of that, mix it together, and have that same vision. Yeah. But then, if someone is trying to say uh, poison or you know, you know, ruin what you've got, which yeah. you're working on. Then that's where the issues arise. That's where you yeah. have the the the, the uh, uncomfortable conversation where you'll say, "I'm gonna say this is just not working." You know, we've tried, we've tried, and you know, it's time to part but ways. The, the thing is, it's also the fact that there's a difference between being personal, and being professional. Yeah. This is the and thing. People don't get people that, don't get that. It? Sometimes and you can say it with the best intentions yeah. in your head, but yeah. they're not gonna understand. But it. you see, this is and it's what's really interesting is the fact that you are the type of person who. When once you understand that this person is coming from a place of integrity, yeah. you will give them a chance. Yeah. And it's not that oh, let's just say someone you do bring on someone new on Lycra and it, it doesn't work out. It's not because you know if you if it's 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 not because they they're being let go of like oh my god because they're not from that. If you know that they're, they're they've got an intention that is you know they want to start something new, they want to do something, and they want to see how it goes. And it doesn't work out. Yeah. You're not someone who'd be like, I don't really like, I don't really like you, or I don't really. I what I know of you is you will give someone a chance, yeah. and someone a chance before to prove themselves stage, yes. before it gets to it's that very stage. Important because you know we're all from different walks of life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? And I'm not the kind of person to judge anyone in terms of what they're doing, how they're yeah. doing it. I'm just saying, let's just try to sit down, work on whatever it is in terms of plans, visions, and let's try to make whatever proposal there is work with yeah. you and I, and that's it. But sometimes. 
they're not going to happen. And there are some people that are no longer with us at Leica that, you know, had um, had a different kind of mindset to say what the, me and the team had. Yeah. So. so that's actually what I wanted to ask you because yeah. obviously you've spoken a little bit about even with us, that's not asking the specific yeah. question. You've spoken a little bit about your leadership style. Yeah. And obviously you've spoken about what the environment or what Leica was like before you got there. And obviously you have a certain way that you developed Subrus as well. Yeah. Now, it's weird because obviously what we know of you is very different because we know you from BizAsia and what you are as CEO at Leica, which I obviously saw a little while ago, <laughs> is very different. But how do you, when you know that there's a certain, I don't know if atmosphere is the right word, but whether whether there's a certain atmosphere, there's a certain mindset, mm. there's a certain way of working that maybe you don't, it's not that you don't agree, but you want to introduce something new, something that's yours in a way that you're familiar with. You want the team to work in a certain way. Is that like, how challenging is that to go into a space that already has, you know, an established atmosphere or an established ambience? How difficult and how challenging is it to go into that and then introduce something fresh? So, so I think I think um, the right trait for a CEO or a leader would be to um, have a chat with the rest of the team. Um, you know, there are, going to, there are going to be some ideas that some people might not like and some people will like. The only way to try it is obviously uh, to give it a go. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. The, and and we've done a lot of things, which I know some people have not liked. And we said, oh, we have to do these. I remember when I first came in, we made a, a whole raft of changes. And that was changes on the radios, on the on the air side. We changed uh, digital. We changed uh, marketing. Everything changed, including the name of uh, Dilsa Radio, which was what yeah. it was before, to like a gold radio. I remember there was... Uh, some people even in the industry saying, oh, like a gold radio is not going to work. Who's going to listen to a funny daddy station? And I was like... And Give it a I go. Back, uh, I mean, my parents' I'll, generation listened yeah, to it. Yeah, oh my I, God. Exactly. And when I, when I look back at these people now, uh, it's been two years since like a gold radio has been around. Oh my I feel God. so proud. I feel wow. really proud. And you should. Because, uh, they, they were always going to be... But I don't know what it is. You know, sometimes um, having those... It's what I said to you initially. Having some of those people that are... Um, disliking or not agreeing with your ideas just makes you more determined to do something. To do something. And I'm the kind of person to say, you know what? Let me show you. Let me show you. Yeah. yeah. So I just let it be. And and but I always do talk to. I've got an amazing team. I'll tell you one thing. That team, they will put endless hours of hard work, energy, and so much stuff they put in since I've been there. Well, that's that why they they're still are there. Incredible. And that's why. That's why they still And that's why uh, we are where we are now. Well, it's yeah. also the thing is, it's also you know I. It's it's also the fact that like okay yeah you've all got that one you you know you were saying like everyone's got to be on the same page you've all, all got that one vision you've all got that everything, but what's also great in that is, I mean whenever I listen to whenever I listen to the radio whether it's whether it's like a radio or like a gold everyone has their own personalities everyone has yeah. their own yeah. you know it's not like oh just because oh, all right you there's a there's a certain standard of the way they need to present yeah. but you don't you don't you don't restrict them in bringing themselves out. Yeah. It's their personality. Yeah. It's in, a, in actual fact, it's, it's more about having a structure in the professional yeah. part, but also being able for them to bring their own personality. So, so everyone's got um, a format for their radio shows. Yeah. Everyone's got parameters to say certain things they can't yeah. say, can say. Now, if we start putting in too much dictatorship into any content on the radio, yeah. it's just like what we're doing now. If there's too much dictatorship, I remember uh, you were like, just be yourself, just enjoy. And yeah. Yeah. and that's exactly it. Having that flexibility yeah. helps a lot for any yeah. Yeah. presenter or anyone as a guest. It will make it so much more easier for them. So one thing I've never taken back, because I remember when I used to listen to 
uh, like, uh, uh, I don't know, I can't remember when it was, but when I, I think it was around when it first started. I was like, uh, there was a couple of presenters that I had trained up in uh, Leicester that had moved to London. Mm. And when the, when I was listening to him, I was like, why, are you, why do you sound so robotic? I said, there's something about you. There's The style is not the same as you were at Subrus. Um, and it's because the way that they were told to do certain things on Leica... Um, so I'm not sure how it was. For me, it's very important to have the personality yeah. of the presenters shine through. So doing that on radio is what it is. At the end of the day, if you've got a voice and you've got a style and if you've got the personality, is what's going to connect with the audience. Music yeah. always plays secondary. So that's why it's very, very important to have that good voice and that Absolutely. style. And, and that's why I think, it's very, that's why when you've highlighted that, say listen to like a golden, like a radio yeah. and the presenters, it's what it is because we are not dictatorships here. We're not dictating anyone to do certain things. We're saying... Just make sure we stay in the parameters. Yeah. And at the end of the day, how you present your show is your style. Absolutely. And also because they're all, everyone's, especially with with any kind of like Asian radio station, it's one of those things where if you think about it, everyone is listening, every, there's a point where everyone listens to it. Like, you know, I know sort of like if my dad's listened to Like a Gold, the only reason I know about Like a Gold or know about all the stuff that, all the other things that he would listen to is because I'd be in the kitchen or I'd be, you know, we'd be doing something as a family where the radio's on. And it's that whole thing of like, just that glimpse of, oh, there's a young person who's talking about something that I know yeah. or what are they talking about? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. that kind it's of... It's relatable, isn't it's it? It's all... It's relatable to the generations and I think... Yeah. The generation, the community and all the cultures. So we're exactly. very particular about... Oh, absolutely. Uh, every culture. So yeah. uh, just like Eid is as big as for us as is Diwali. Yeah. It's our uh, two iconic times of the year. Uh, Vasaki. Uh, you know, we do so many things. Uh, Christmas, obviously we do. And we do a lot all around the year to make sure we highlight all the cultures and the faiths as well. So it's very important. Really but I, the thing is, I think that also helps a lot because with the Asian community, it's that community is everything. Relatability and being some, having some sort of connection. That is what connects people together. So we have this all the time because we, we sponsor and we partner with a lot of events. Yeah. And uh, initially when I started, we were partnering with a lot of the larger events. So yeah. it's very important to be on all the Wembley shows and the O2s. And we're like, great, great, great. But then I was like, hang on, I need to change my strategy here. Because I said everyone else is doing that. I mm. want to be in rooted in the community. And it's very important important for us to have our brands to be penetrated in the community yeah so we thought you know what well, yes we're still doing the the bigger events but i want to focus on the more small community events so for us like navratri massive diwali massive now eid massive so halal festival there's all sorts happening and we're very very particular that our team is present at these yeah. events because at the end of the day it's these communities that are going to drive the stations mm. forward so it's quite funny you say that because obviously i think that influence Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that influence has come from the regional radio that you did yeah. before, Absolutely, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like you've brought the best of that world and yeah. brought it to a national yeah. station. Yeah. Yeah. But so I wanted to ask you, because obviously, again, as women, we've spoken about this in the first season. Women can't have flexible hours. You know, sometimes we've got responsibilities that yeah. maybe a man doesn't have. Yeah. And because it's a male, like I said, it's a male dominated industry. Like, do you ever feel like there are certain things that you're missing out on by having such an illustrious media career? Like, has there been over the years where you felt like I've not had enough time for my friends or I've not been able to attend family functions? Yeah. And do you ever think to yourself, wow, I've really missed out? Or do you think, you know what? No, I'm happy. I'm happy. I feel like I've balanced it enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, how do you feel about that? So, so I take each year as it comes, actually. You know, for me, it's very important to not look back and regret. I think... Any decision that I've made um, has always been something that I think is right for myself for the, for the time. 
So yeah. like, even now, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, uh, I've done everything in terms of work-wise. You know, I'm going to go back, sleep, and that's it. I'm fine, yeah? Otherwise, I want to have... Um, Having, like, if I'm doing too much, I'll be like, oh, hang on a sec, I've got to go back and you do this and that, and that's it. So I've got that kind of understanding within myself to say I'm I'm content where I am. Yeah. But th- there is, but I mean, when I first started at Leica, I remember there was so much to do. So we were very involved in uh, a lot of things because we wanted to fix up uh, so, many, so many of the, the content things, mm-hmm. the digital, um, the radio stations, obviously we're rebranding uh, Dill City Like a Gold. So at that time we were putting a lot of hours in. So at yeah. that time, yeah, but that was just a bit of a phase, but I don't generally feel like that because I tend to yeah. try to yeah. juggle things. That's really good. good, but then, so like, but I do miss I do miss Lack, who's my twin, because I just spend a lot of time with him. So that, so, How did so I know you? Of course, I'm so glad he's come up. Yeah. Hi, Tony. Uh, so I, I, used to, I, I used to spend a lot of time with him back in the Midlands. Yeah. And the one thing I don't do, and also I don't see my parents as much, yeah. because I don't go back to the Midlands so much, uh, is that. So I do miss them. Uh, of a fair course. Bit. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I think generally in London. So I did. I did want to actually ask you, right, going back to like your leadership and. You know, of course, you went into this company organization that had already had years of being set in certain ways. And here this new person is who's come into this radio station, changing all this stuff around. How did you deal with the backlash of people being like, why are you changing so much stuff? It doesn't need to be changed. I'm sure you had like, like, was there any backlash or was there any kind of like people who were just like nope this isn't going to work or how did you deal with how did you deal with that because no they... backlash at all really yeah what it was i think at the time when i joined uh prior to me joining there were lots of uh, non radio executives that had joined uh so they were right. from other media industries or other okay. industries who, who didn't have much radio experience and I, th- I think as soon as the announcement of my appointment was made i think everyone knew that a i'm radio through and through yeah and secondly, I've got a lot of media experience generally, so yeah. um, I think Ooh. there were a lot of people that were quite excited in the industry and also in the uh, in, in in Leica as well. So, but I, I remember it took a bit of time for me to join. So the rumours were already out that I was going to join, and when I joined, I was a bit skeptical because I was like, "Hang on, I said this is a CEO position from what I was doing at Subrus, which was a director's position, now yeah. moving to CEO. Yeah, it's all about the money, it's all about the revenue, and making sure everything else is smooth sailing. But the good thing about me is that. Uh, as well as the revenue, which was very important, which has now increased. We're very happy because of the content and I'm very particular about the content. And at the same time, being a listener, I think being a radio listener yeah. and putting myself in the listener's shoes when I go back home and I listen to like a radio, like a gold. Yeah. I always listen to think if I was a listener, would I be enjoying this? Would I be hearing this mistake or that? You know, things like that are yeah. very more, I'm more attentive to those as a listener. So I love mm. listening to like a radio, like a gold, and then give the feedback to my presenter and say, let's just kind of work on this to make it better. And, so, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm hoping everyone takes that as a way of you encouraging them. But because obviously it's, you're kind of, you've, you've you're kind of an octopus. You've yeah. got your hand in everything. Yeah, I have. And it's like... I'm a bit too involved. That's the thing with me. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I think I think what it is, Shama, I think the reason for that is because I saw how, A, it's a massive brand, which is yeah. Leica. And secondly, um, the station's got so much potential. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we weren't... We weren't going, and we weren't basically we weren't maximizing the potential of the stations. Yeah. So it's very important for me to come in to change things and say, "Hey, we're a completely different brand, 
I said, yeah. so we're this complete new brand uh, that we are, and we revamped. We got a complete new management, new presenting style, new way of working behind the scenes. Everything's changed. So come and enjoy what we're doing. And it's taken up until now, nearly three years, uh, for where we are now to get the recognition, to get the love and the appreciation from our listeners Absolutely. and our clients. Wow, three years. Yeah. What has it? Ta- what has this taught? Going from regional, Subras, to now going being a CEO of, of Leica, almost three years, absolutely incredible. What What have you learned about yourself? I've learned that I could be a good leader. Um, one thing that I like of what I'm, what, what I'm doing right now is I can um, listen to people. Yeah. I think listening is very important. And take constructive feedback, I think, is very important. Absolutely. And what else is there? I'd say... Also, communication, I think, is very important. I think having regular communication, I think one thing we had, which yeah. I think uh, even some people would agree with, I like uh, uh, my radio stations were the communication was missing. So oh, okay. uh, one thing I want to do was improve on that. And uh, communication goes a long way. That's like talking to the team internally, giving yeah. them regular updates, what's going on. At the same time, make sure communication outside is right, talking to customers, clients, and to the listeners. So all that is very important. So that's why now a lot of it I'm controlling myself. That's br- Well, that's how you get everyone on the same page. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's the way that you you kind of, if what's the point in saying, okay, everyone needs to be like this, but then yeah. kind of not including everyone, yeah, not being yeah, inclusive. Yeah. And I see, For me, it's, it's, great. it's like putting my arms around everyone and say, let's, let's do this together. Let's um, do this together. It's very important. Because otherwise, um, having one person left out, yeah. you'll just get some backlash. But I think that is really important, especially going back to the mental health thing, is that everyone's kind of in it together. Yeah. No one feels isolated. Yeah. Everyone feels like they're being supported. But what about your own support? You're you're here as you're you know you're you're there as a as a leader and someone to say, well, all right, we can do this, and everything you're doing is great, and every, this is what you're doing. This is how you can improve. You're giving that as a momentum for all your team. Who's doing that for you? Or how can people do that for you? Do you um, get that? I talk, uh, yeah, I talk to um, family. I talk okay. to family a lot. Uh, like I said, uh, my twin brother, uh, Tony, I talk to, I think he knows everything about what I'm doing, yeah. uh, where I am, who I'm with. And I think that helps a lot. So there's a lot of decisions that I made even before I joined Leica, what yeah. I was going to do at Leica. Um, and I had conferred with him. I have friends like yourself that <laughs> well, are, are, are not just phone call away, so I can always catch up. Absolutely. Um, and make, um, I, I think it just makes a lot of difference having the right people yeah. with you. Um, there's a lot of people that see what I'm doing. And I'm the kind of person to let just do things and let people talk about these things. Mm. Rather than not make too much noise, um, we do a lot of PR generally. But I think... You know the the successful the su- the success of the radio stations up until now has been that it's been word of mouth. So yeah. people have picked up on the changes. People have noticed what we're doing, and that's been the biggest driver for us. And I think that has been such a good team morale boost because we're at the end of the day we're front facing uh, customers. So yeah. we talk to our customers and clients, and when they give us the feedback that oh this is like a radio and like a radio is amazing or like a goal is amazing as an innovative station, you know we're getting that feedback from yeah. from the people directly. That is a huge morale boost i love that so just going back slightly just you know like when you are weaving in the conversation about putting your arm around your team and stuff yeah obviously you've got a lot of female presenters so i just wanted to ask that obviously the media industry is about flexible hours like when you have festivals on for example you might 
expect people to work longer. You have events, you have different things that you're partnering, stuff like that. But obviously the female, I feel like, as we say about South Asian women, we all take on a lot, especially if you're married, you've got children, you might have, I don't know, elder children, weddings, baby shower, whatever it might be. Everyone has a lot of that. But I feel like the females invest a bit more in stuff like that, right? But you've got a lot of female presenters. So do you have a way of kind of letting them make the most of things that they have in their lives? Like, how do you create the work-life balance? Obviously, you have some... I know that you have some presenters who are literally just their show and then that's it. They're done for the day or they're done for the week. But as a leader, what do you do for the women in your station? Do you do anything different? Like, do you kind of give them a bit more flexibility or anything like that? Um, no, honestly. Do you think it's needed? I don't. I don't think. It, yeah. See, see, so, so when you were asking that question, asking that question, I was just thinking in the in my head that I've got more female presenters, yeah. and those female presenters are the ones that are the most active. And I'm <laughs> That's like, yeah. And they and they're the ones that are yeah, actually. Do you know what? They're, yeah. they're actually j- jumping on everything we're doing. Yeah. And I gotta say, they are fantastic. I mean, all the women <laughs> that I have, that you 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 can't give them enough events. They want to host. They want to be a part of them. They want to do social media stuff. And my my head of social media is a female, Melissa. Uh, she's uh, you know very very active. You know, I have um, three female presenters on Like a Radio during the weekdays. Uh, Valissa, Kush, and Radio Wally. On Like a Gold, we have Gajal, who does our breakfast show. We have Anissa Nasser, who does the evening show. And I mean, I would think, and it's probably the way I've been brought up, that you're going to get a female presenter saying, oh, finishing 10 o'clock at night is not going to be right for me. I need to get home, so I'm not finishing at 10 o'clock. I want an earlier slot. But when I came into Leica to know the culture difference <laughs> to what yeah. Subrus was, because yeah. I remember there was no female presenters doing any late shows yeah. uh, yeah. at Subrus. And so having that at Leica, I was like, this is like, this is amazing. This is great, yeah. Because otherwise I'll be struggling for presenters. And there's, I've got a couple of other presenters that are female that are in the queue to go live on the radio. And even they're like, we don't mind which show. Yeah. Even if you give us a 10 o'clock night show, I'll be happy with that. I was like, well, there's no slots available at the moment, so they just wait. Um, Fighting them no, off, right? Yeah. Fighting them off. <laughs> yeah. but, I'm, but I'm not. I mean, but honestly, I, I'm not treating them any Do you know what? I think it's also, it from the sounds of, from the sounds of what we hear, and it looks, it seems like you haven't needed to because they've probably already told you or if there was a point where they can't have flexibility or something it's not about you looking out for it it would be for them to come and say this is what I need and this is how I need it and you would be able to cater for that it's not a conscious kind of yeah exactly so for me uh, the flexibility is there if if they require it yeah exactly so if they need time off if they need um, you know if they need to do something that's personal or even if it is something professional, I'll be like, absolutely, it's fine. Yeah. For your, for you to grow your brand. In fact, I had this conversation just a couple of days ago with another female presenter. And she yeah. was like, I've got to take a day off because I've got an event. But it's not anything to do with Leica. Do you mind? I said, well, look, you're going to be growing your brand. I'm glad yeah. Leica is helping you grow your brand. And if it means you're getting work outside Leica, great. Because I always say to everyone, not everyone's going to be at Leica forever. And not yeah. everyone's going to be at any brand forever. Always think about how you can nurture your own brand and how you can make your own brand bigger so when you do up and leave you can take that you away could. with you that's so, so very, important, very important. Yeah. and that's and i and i think that having that mindset yeah. of being like i do not own you yeah. you are still your own person I, I am I there to agree. help you because if i yeah. was in that situation i would like someone to support me and say yeah um look we we'll work on this together 
to make sure that whatever we're doing, it's a success for you, but also yeah. success for us as well. Absolutely. Yeah, so. And and it will also when whenever whenever anyone does move on or anything, you have set that precedent already to yeah. be like, I will support you in everything. So when they look back, you're still you and what you've set for them is still with them. Yeah. They'll still be like, well, I started from here. Yeah. I've got this accolade, but this is where I started yeah. from and this is yeah. this is the support I needed. Yeah. You know? I, that's what I always say. I say, don't ever forget your roots. For me, it's no. very important yeah. not forgetting your roots because I always remember and any interview or anything that I say, I always remember um, how I started my journey back uh, in 2005 because what happened was in 2004, I was finishing university. I was working at Radio XL back in Birmingham. And when I was there, I was did I did a whole year of voluntary work, not wow. no pay. And I think I always say to everyone, it's very important when it comes to media work that showing the dedication um, and having you know something on your CV that shows that you're doing things voluntarily, it shows how passionate you are yeah. about the field that you're working in. And one thing I'll always remember is, is there's someone who was at uh, Radio XL with me. His name Dalvia, and he actually moved to Australia. But he was the one that introduced me to. Subras in Leicester oh. and when he introduced me I was like hang on a second why do I want to move from Birmingham which is the biggest city to Leicester uh, and I was like putting my nose up kind of thing but then I thought <laughs> actually you know what let me give it a try um, and when the opportunity came after a few you know back and forth kind of thing um, I agreed to take on Leicester and Subras and it was 14 years that I was at Subras so I'll always be thankful to Dalby yeah. I think it's just amazing the way well, that journey started well, it's, it's really funny when you were like oh I turned my nose up you were young then isn't it yeah so. I did because for me I was like Birmingham Birmingham <laughs> it's either Birmingham or London right so yeah. uh, which one is it going to be so for me Leicester was like how, how do I get there because <laughs> at that time I was just about oh yeah I did oh, yeah, I remember that time because I couldn't uh, I, I drove but I didn't drive on the motorway on the motorway so driving on the M69 and M6 to get to uh, Leicester from Birmingham I was like how am I going to do this I remember <laughs> jumping in the car with my brothers like the weekend before I was going to start and do a couple of uh, trips up and down just to get the hang oh, of that's it that's cute so, yeah. so funny. but it's really funny that you said about the branding and you know, obviously you feel like people are not going to be forever at one brand right so so I, it just reminded me of social media conversation yeah. because your social media has always been quite strong yeah. yeah but do you feel the pressures of keeping it like that or do you sometimes be like okay you know what I'm not thinking about it because yeah. I feel like you're obviously at Leica, your social media has gone mad. You, like you said, you've got head of social media, but also yeah. you do a lot of that yourself yeah. as a CEO. Yeah. You promote what your team are doing. You promote what's going on. You yeah. promote the events. You promote the, you know, whatever it is, the festival yeah. of yeah. the day is that day. Yeah. Yeah. You do a lot of that yourself and you don't need to do that because the brand is doing that itself now. I understand yeah. at the beginning, obviously, you had to give it a bit, really big push. Yeah. But I feel like it kind of, is doing it itself now, yeah. but you're still supporting it, which there's obviously there's nothing wrong, but do you feel the pressure then yeah. to kind of build your own personal brand? You've got a personal brand already. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's important for self PR generally. Yeah. Um, and one thing I do regret now is that I'm not spending as much time on Twitter as I used to. And that's not X, because and, X, please don't X. call it oh, yeah, Twitter. X, 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 X. <laughs> the reason, and, and do you know what it is? I think mainly for me, and I remember the whole journey started on yeah. Twitter, yeah. on X, right? I and mean, that is, can I just and that, say, and that was with me and you. I was just about <laughs> yeah. to say, me and Raj are your original Twitter love, as in L U V story. Yes, <laughs> it actually is. It's really we are funny. A Twitter love. It's, it's actually, also going to be a big boss, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't, I can't believe that. Seven, eight? 
I can't remember. It's but yes, I, I forgot that ago. it was a big boss yeah. The magical thing social media can actually do. It is do. magical. Um, yeah. but, uh, no, Be so careful what, who you talk to though, guys. <laughs> so, one th- so one thing I do miss is uh, going on Twitter and having conversations. I used yeah. to love doing that. But that's not because I haven't got time. It's because um, I remember, I, I think I told you that I used to use a third party app called Echophone. So I used to use Echophone uh, for tweets. When I used to use that, I used to have so much comfort because everyone used to use the main Twitter app. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, oh, I don't know how you guys can use that. And then ever since Elon Musk has taken over, <laughs> he has stopped using any APIs on any third party apps. So we can't use those apps anymore. And I'm still getting the hang around this uh, uh, Twitter app because I just don't like the interface. I don't like- So Twitter, yeah, I mean X. I, I can't just I don't think I can ever call it X I can't, yeah but, it's Twitter um, I feel like it's got to this stage where you know like you have so many things that are associated with whatever you're, you they think you're associated with coming up yeah. so you don't actually see the people you're following obviously there's a tab now where you can True. choose to only look at people who you are following yeah. but I don't think it makes much difference anymore because it's not in order it's a bit of a mess it's not chrono- yeah. chronological. chronological so it's really weird yeah, but yes yeah. me and Raj did meet on Twitter yeah, yeah. I met Raj at Pizza Express I was there Yes, they were both there, and they were talking Raj about. Raj doesn't remember. Raj Sorry. doesn't remember. He don't remember this. We were in Victoria. We <laughs> it was in Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. It was Victoria, and then they My got. Into, was there, wasn't he? He <laughs> was, No, it was just us three, and they got in a really. De- and I, I don't watch like especially at that time. I didn't watch any Indian serials, and they got in such a deep <laughs> conversation about Indian serials, and I was like. Wow, I know nothing. I can't remember. I don't remember. I remember it. I remember because it was no, it was a, it was a prezzo, I think. Because was, was a prezzo. Oh, it was a prezzo. Yeah. It was a prezzo. Because I think me and Raj met at prezzo first yeah. time, and then we yeah brought you over. Brought me over. <laughs> <laughs> and then Raj's life completely changed. Like because of he just, he, no, because of both of us. <laughs> no, <laughs> you should have just said it was because of you. Yeah, because every time we meet, we're like, oh no, I need to make sure I look presentable now. <laughs> Yeah, this I'm is gonna, true. This is true. Ogling up and down at me. Uh, but look, going, going, going back to your question about yeah. uh, PR and yeah. uh, social media. Um, so I don't, I don't feel uh, pressure or I don't, I don't feel like anything in particular about social media. I think we're doing quite a lot on social media, and I think just generally. You know, we've, we're doing so much on BizAsia, so much on Leica. Yeah. That all we do is we want to just shout and rave about these things. Yeah. It's true. It's... How are you? How are you balancing being? You know, how are you balancing biz and Leica? So biz is good in a way because it's just self-driven. Uh, right. We do a yep. lot of things on there, which, you know, we've got content, we've got um, uh, writers that just generally just inputs. There, there's a few stories every every now and then. I'd feel like you know I want to do a story or want to write something, and yes. I'll do it. I mean, I've just got a lot of interest in media generally. So. Yep. Uh, you know, away from the Bollywood stuff, I love doing stuff about what's happening in the media. There's so much stuff going on in India with Viacom and 18, Viacom 18, there's Disney Star and all that, you know, about the future of these things. So all those things, very, yeah, very, they interest me a lot. So um, writing about those things is another kind of therapeutic thing for me. So yeah, yeah I like all that. But it, but it, but but I gotta admit, uh, everything that I've done for Biz Asia, everything that I've done on radio has helped me where I am now. Yeah. So Biz Asia has been a big influence in my life, uh, which is why I love you know pushing yeah. the brand. Um, I and thought he was gonna me. say he loves us. <laughs> and you know that I love you guys. <laughs> That'll always be the case. L U V. L U V. Always. Um, I really thought you were gonna say that. <laughs> I mean, he I'm very have... disappointed. Well, you know what? I'm going to be honest, okay? We're a huge part of Biz, so he has to. Yeah, of course. Regardless. And that will always be. But you see, but see for me, because for me, Biz did teach me a lot yeah. about myself. But also, like, we spoke about this in, in, in the first season. Like, 
I never understood what I'm what I will never understand about the media is this kind of like oh I'm we're better than you and we're better than like this kind of going to events and and you know like there some is a cattiness there's such a massive cattiness and the and what I loved about what you said about everyone being on the same page is exactly what I think I'm like why can't everyone just work together you're all there for the same thing yeah. you're all there to get something out of yeah. someone yeah. If you work together, you're probably going to get a better outcome. But, but Shama, I, th- just... I think Shama, what the thing is, I, I, it's what I said before. Yeah. I think the more you are in this industry or whichever industry you go to, you get to just, um, I think you just got to get to learn and understand yeah. that you're not going to get the same people as you. So I think sometimes you just need to either adapt to their way of thinking yeah. or let them adapt to your way yeah. of thinking and just say, actually, we're never going to agree. We're going to have to learn to disagree. We're going to, yeah. That's it, just... Just do what you absolutely. Need to. But I just—it's something that another guest of ours, who's in the media industry, spoke about, and he said that he felt like there was a certain rat race to being in the media in the Asian British Asian media industry, where it is like you want to be first, you want to be exclusive, you want to be the biggest, you want to be the first. Like it's—it's it's always there. That feeling is always there. And he asked us actually. He wound that back on us and said, "Did you guys feel that as well?" And I was like, "When I was at Biz, I did feel it." Yeah. But in my day job, I don't feel it. Yeah. So I think it is just the industry. Yeah. But you're right that people just have to accept that everyone is different. But I think we should be celebrating our differences rather than, you know, like divide and rule yeah. kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like there are so many people who are great players in the British yeah. Asian industry yeah. who divide and rule. And I don't yeah. think that's yeah. right because, you know, I don't think it takes much to give everyone a fair chance. Yeah. And I don't I, think I, everyone I think what does. You said, I think what you said about the industry and also you say your full-time job um, and also I, I'd add to that position. Like yeah. yeah. For, for, for me, I think uh, I'm kind of privileged to be in the position that I am and I haven't really needed to face, say, say, for, say if it's a presenter or there's someone else in my team that is being overlooked by someone and if they feel like they've been constantly watched, maybe they'll have some insecurities and then they will feel like they need to compete with someone else yeah. in that kind of way. So if there's a presenter or there's someone else or there's another writer or there's another publication, you know, because I think because I'm on that level, for me, I'm quite confident. I'm quite, I feel like I've, I'm quite satisfied yeah. and, you know, fulfilled with where I am. I don't feel, I, I feel like I've kind of missed out on all of that. Right. I think when I yeah. first, I think when I first started Leica, when I first started Biz, at the time I was like, oh, okay, we're quite an innovative kind of publication because it's the only one with the media news, and yeah. everyone was going to Biz Asia, so yeah. we had the upper hand on that anyway, and we still do in a way. Yeah. Um, and now with Leica, um, I was feeling like, okay, great, I'm, I am where I am, and I want to make sure we hold on to what we've got. Yeah. And we can't l- let go of what we've got now because the stations are doing well, they're doing better mm. than what they were. And I don't feel like... And there are some people that feel kind of under threat kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, just I, don't, I don't know if it's, it's under threat. I, I think yeah. it's, more, it's more that... I just feel like it's the whole rat race of it that you yeah, want to be yeah, first, you yeah. want to be noticed by that person or yeah. like that celebrity. And maybe that was more in the kind of Bollywood or like Indian entertainment yeah. side rather than the media side. Yeah. But I think there definite, definitely was an well, element absolutely. of that which I really learned from because I yeah. just felt like we, so we, we I'm unique. We, we, yeah, we but I just feel like, I, I just feel like you can be unique and if you're good at what you do, you know, you're essentially not, doing crap stuff yeah. and reasonably good and impressionable. Yeah. 
I don't think you can go wrong, but you don't have to be the only person that is like well, that. Do you see what I mean? But the thing is, see, what you're saying about you have not ha- been having had that experience, right? Like, I'm going from my own experience. Let's say where I've been to events where I've had that treatment, I've seen it. If you were to go to it instead of yeah. me, you'd be, because you are well known and people know yeah. you, it would be completely different. So, so that's what I'm trying to say. So I've not had um, that kind of experience, yeah. but I may have had if I was in your shoes because, yeah. you know, it's because of what I've built and where I am. Yeah. You know, there's certain people that would not treat me in a particular way, but they may, in a, which is wrong, uh, to treat uh, uh, another reporter or presenter. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair because no, it's it, not. you know, it, I, I don't mean this in a horrible way, but you could be at a certain position and not be treated that way, but there could be someone who's equally as good as you at what they yeah. do. And it's completely overlooked. Yeah. And I feel like that is something that, it, that happens in the yeah, British Asian yeah. industry. Like if you have a, if you don't have a big brand or you don't have your own voice even, because yeah. you can have your own voice through your through yeah. a blog, yeah. right? A blog. Yeah. If you don't have your own voice, you're not, I don't know, you're not available enough or whatever it might be, you're mm. treated differently. Yeah. 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 And I don't think that that should necessarily be the case, not in this day and age, yeah. especially mm-hmm. when there's independent creators out there. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. And, and I'd say, I'd say just to, to add that, uh, there might be some people who might think that they're better than you just because they're getting that a little bit more exposure. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's wrong to undermine someone else yeah. on that level because at the end of the day, it's the execution of the output. Yeah, but exactly, matters. let your work speak for yourself. Yeah. Precisely. You know, just, yeah. it's, you know. Um, should we move? We should move on. I did want to actually ask you one one thing. Just one? And just one more thing mm. before we move on. <laughs> Outside of your professional, yeah. personally, mm. how have you, going back to the mental health thing yeah. and everything that you've learned about your experiences, how to deal with people, how you are with people, both personally and professionally, how has your views on mental health for yourself changed throughout? Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's what I said earlier to do with um, being a little bit more so, 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 so not being so kind of submissive. I think, submissive. I think it's very important yeah. uh, to listen to someone um, where just, just saying you'll be okay isn't always the right thing. Mm. Yeah, because I feel that is, you know, just saying, you know what, moving on kind of thing. And I think, like I said to you earlier, I think it's very important for me um, to have, say, say, to spend more time and also to say, Oh, it's going to be okay, but let's. Oh, no, I don't have to say. It. Sorry, I need to... no, yeah. it's, it's probably, fine. It's probably because what you're trying. Uh, I think what you're trying to say is maybe just try and understand a bit more. Try yeah. and get yeah. someone to talk to you and tell you, rather yeah. than you're yeah. saying it'll be okay, and you it'll don't even okay. know what the problem. No, is. No, but what yeah. I'm, what yeah. I'm yeah. Co- yeah, where yeah, I'm coming from is where you're the person where someone is saying you'll be okay to for, like to you. You've gone. Let's say. I mean, you know, you talk to luck a lot. Yeah, and. You know, it's I, I, it's from what you're saying. I think it's basically what's really helped you is being more open in your conversation. Yeah, I think I'm generally quite open because yeah, I take I take life um, so lightly that I think yeah, not so serious. Boys do this all the time. I, I, think it's, I, I think it's I think it's a, a very important for me not to take certain yeah. things. And I'm like, you know what, I've and like if anything happens in life with certain things, I'd be like, you know what, actually, I'm quite content where I am. Yeah, I'm happy with what I've done. And I can put my head up high and I'll just kind of move That's on. Great. And it's very important for me to do that. And if I start thinking, and one thing I've done, one thing I have definitely done is 
train my trail of thought to say, you know what, nothing is forever. So even if I put a closure to this now and move on, I'm not going to keep thinking about this thing. Yeah. And I think that way I'm quite strong minded. Yeah. Um, and not everyone is. No, so not everyone is. Not everyone absolutely. is. So for me, with my thinking, it doesn't fit everyone. So I yeah. know that for me, I can easily move on if I needed to, and I can just put a closure to it. Closure to it yeah. um, and that's probably because the way I've just been brought up, brought and up. thought and just with people around me. To be honest, I think from all your experiences, I think you've had to as well. Yeah. Like you've kind of just... Show us trying to say you've grown up. I th- I th- yeah, you've grown, you've grown up. You're grown up now. Yeah, well I, am, I am grown up. Yeah, I am grown no. up. I think I think it's just where no, I am. No, I think you have always yeah. been quite. I mean, my experiences, my experience of you has always been that you are quite sort of level-headed in that sense. Yeah. Where you've been, I think it's also the fact that you've always been quite confident in what you've done. Yeah. Has allowed you to be at the position that you are make the changes that, that I always say you that. Know. I think be confident in the what you're doing I mean I like I said if anything happens with beers like anywhere else I work I'll be like you know what great I've gave it my best time to move on I mean the only thing he really cries about is the fact that me and Amrita aren't on biz anymore and he, I know he cries about that every that. night and honestly <laughs> I, honestly the, t- the day that you guys um, you know said that you <laughs> You're going to start crying. You're going to start crying. Do you want a tissue? Are you going to start crying? That's when I needed someone to talk to. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Are you going to start crying? Well, you should should call me, (laughs) innit? You should call me. There's no tears. I don't there's no tears. Know. I know, there's no tears. Um, <laughs> so, could she get us all? After you just said you're sad. Yeah, but, well, look. Oh my okay, God. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not saying that if we didn't, we if if we carried on with that, this wouldn't have happened. But you know, you can cry. Don't mind. No, but you're doing. Obviously, you're smashing it. I'm loving everything that you guys Thank doing. You. So why not? But you're still not crying. Just oh, he will cry later. I might, I might cry. He he's gonna camera. cry. He's gonna cry off camera. Off he needs camera. to speak to us. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, so we now, for season two uh, with our guests, we have um, introduced this new segment called This or That. Ooh, like that. You know. Um, I like that. Don't you like, like that. You don't like this? <laughs> okay. Show um, this. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm this. I don't mind. Um, so, do you want to start, shall I? I'll go. Go for it. Okay. Are you ready? They're not. You don't have to go into one. But they're not. They're not. Do you want to say this? They're not full on questions. Okay. They're not full on questions. It's either mostly light hearted. Yeah. You don't need to. If you want to explain it, you can, but you don't need okay. to. Yeah. Okay. Behind the camera or in front of the camera? Uh. In front. Haha, <laughs> I knew it. I just knew it. I know this. I knew Even this. though I look good in front of the camera. No, I always, you do. I always look angry on screen. <laughs> I'm what? sure on camera now I'll be looking angry. I, and now no. I'm smiling, so I'm okay. But I'm so no. glad I'm on the radio, you know that? Because sometimes, oh, I, even when I'm talking, I, yeah, I don't know what it is, uh, When I feel like my teeth just like kind of come in the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> Raj, everyone has teeth Raj. that come in the no, way. No, there's, there's two of these fangs that I've got here. <laughs> That just kind of come in the way. I'm like, oh, what? I don't even know I don't, how to react. I don't, I, I don't know. Right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right. All right. Leicester or London? Oh. <laughs> I know, I'm splitting up the fans here I know, now. I don't know. think about your twin. Don't, don't think, think about, about your twin. No, no, no. For me, I, I, do you know what? Uh, uh, I'd say London because I've always, always wanted to work yeah. back in London after my short stint at Absolutely. Z Radio. Uh, so, yeah, London. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more opportunities there. But I love Leicester. Yeah, Leicester will always be in your heart. Yeah, that I know. 
But Building. where's London then? London is the mark. The mark <laughs> the other way around, man. What's wrong with you guys? Well, he did say that he knows he, he needs it's, it's, to it's know all, where he's It's reached. all about the opportunities. It's, it's all, all about the, the money. Yes. It's all about what's going on here, yes. right? It's all about the present. Yeah. That's why it's called a gift. And you guys are here as well. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, exactly. I don't know why he, you're just getting this buttering up thing happening and you're just falling for it. Anyways, we move on. We move on. Okay. Overdressed or underdressed? Oh, definitely underdressed. Really? I love being... You don't like style statements? So no. is, is this an underdressed for you? Is no, this... I said I love to be underdressed. Okay. I hate wearing a suit every day. Really? I hate it. So why didn't you come in your jogging bottoms today? Because I came from, straight from the office. Oh, that's true. If I went home, then I would have got late for this. And I hate wearing a suit every day. I don't mind wearing a suit like once or twice a week. Yeah. But wearing it every day, Monday to Monday to Thursday, because Fridays are dressed down. I love Fridays, because I can dress down. I love a Friday, because yeah. I can dress down too. Yeah. It's great. Um, okay. So, Raj, you do take a lot of selfies. Yes. If anyone follows Raj <laughs> Badan on Instagram... He takes a lot of selfies. A lot of good ones. He's definitely got the great angles. But you, you guys have jumped on that as well now, haven't you? We've always been there. We've always been there. We've always been there. Right? We've always been there. So, we just don't so I'm going to ask you, gym selfie or lift selfie? Oh, it depends on the lighting. Oh. Do you know, the thing, the thing is, at my gym, um, the lighting isn't so good. Okay. Um, the lift selfie has got this kind of dim, very <laughs> sultry kind of feel. So I say the lift cell because the apartment that I've got, okay. uh, that I'm in, um, the uh, I'm on the twenty first floor. I'm on the whole address away. Uh, this way, guys, guys, <laughs> it's in. Uh... This feels this feels like a current Taka moment. That I know. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, oh 20, God. So, so when I'm on the when I'm in the lift, I'm like, okay, great. I've got like twenty one floors to go through. So it takes me about ten seconds to get to twenty first. So in that time, I've got to take a nice selfie. Can I change. I don't need to change my position so much because I know the lighting is going to be good. Um, so You've generally, that got it covered. One take. Usually. One take is what is a one take man. I can tell everyone where Raj lives. He lives at the Shard. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does live at the Shard. <laughs> okay, so this is my last one. Um, I feel like you answered this, which is what I tried to say earlier before when we hadn't started recording yet. But interviewer or interviewee? Oh, deaf. <laughs> so as in me, what I would like? Yeah. Would you I prefer, prefer being, being the interviewer. Uh, okay. I hate, I hate this. You love this. We're talking about I, you. I love you guys. I love this. This is my first podcast, man. I, I love it. So I'm no longer a podcast version. Absolutely. This is amazing. And he's um, an international man for the day. He's an yes, international man for the day. I, I, I love interviewing people because uh, I can just take the pee out of people. Uh, not in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, uh, not in a bad I just, way. I, I, like, I like having fun Banter. with people. So yeah, I love having the bants. Um, and doing this, I sometimes feel I'm such a boring guest. I, I feel that. I honestly, I don't think I'm the the right proper guest because I, I have to be so diplomatic and sometimes corporate. And I'm like, oh, snooze fest. Okay, so next time maybe we don't talk about work. We talk about something else that's a little bit more. Like what? I don't know. Whatever he wants. Well, you know, whatever he doesn't bore no, him. I, no, I think I think what it is <laughs> because I'm in the position where I am. I've got to say certain yeah. things by in the book, certain... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by the which are just corporate. Yeah. Fun. If I wasn't true. in the position I am, and if I was just a presenter, then I think I'd be a bit more flexible in just exposing things. Oh. And that'd be more Damn fun. it! That'd be more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so my last one: Are you a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person? Is it the same thing? Oh, is it? I think he just answered it. I think he de definitely just answered it. <laughs> and this is the one he didn't explain. Yeah. 
I even explained the selfie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I know. I, I've been asked that before, actually. Have you? Yeah, and I always give the same answer. I'm like, isn't that the same thing? It's the same thing. You're a. It's what about you? What about yourself? Mm. I think I'm definitely a glass half full person. Full? Yeah. Okay. I'd yeah. like to think I'm a glass half full person. I think I need more time to think. Oh. <laughs> Which one I but I do like that. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, it kind of is. It kind of is. Absolutely right. Um, but is there anything that you? I've got a question. Oh, go for it. Only because you said you like being an interviewer. Can you remember an interview that is like Ooh. your standout interview? Yeah. My standout uh, that you've done. Most favorite. Favorite. I don't. Not favorite, but standout. Standout. Yeah. Mm. For the right reasons. Stand up, I'll probably say, I mean, uh, everyone knows how much I love Shri Devi. Yeah. Yes. So before she passed away, I interviewed her briefly for the film Mum. Yeah. And as much as I love her, she didn't give much of an answer. No. no. But it was memorable for me because I just interviewed Shri Devi. Yeah. I mean, I felt that because I interviewed her for Mum as well, yeah. for Biz. And I felt like because I was speaking in English, she might have been more comfortable in Hindi. Yeah. Did you yeah. feel that? Yeah. You know, yeah. Give me, I think probably the shortest interview I've given, I think it was yeah. like two and a half minutes. Really? I was like, yeah. it? it was very, very short. What's well, your standout interview? Come on. Ranbir? Obviously. Yeah. No, actually, it's Farhan Akhtar. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Farhan Akhtar gave me all yeah. the feels yeah. when I had oh, an actually, interview with him. Like, wow. That guy is so good to interview. And also, I did a part one. Please check it out on Biz Asia's YouTube. It is on but Biz Asia's YouTube there's channel. there's a part one and there's a part two. And Shama always says to me, if you watch him in part one, yeah, you st- he starts off the interview being really stiff and being really like nervous, yeah. especially because I didn't have a piece of paper yeah. in front of me with all the details of yeah. his biography or whatever. At the end of the part two, he's laughing and joking with me. Oh my God, it's literally, it's, so and it's the first thing, because I remember when you <laughs> sent it to me, it's the first thing I noticed, like part one, because it was when he was going through his he went, divorce. He was going through, divorce, I think. Oh, he was yeah. going through very, all this stuff. What is this person going to Literally, yeah, yeah, like yeah. In, the, in part one, he's very much like interview, face, game face, guard up. Part two, he's just chest out, very kind of chilled. <laughs> like, Probably happy like, that he's totally over Totally just like, oh my God, this is great. But he's he's quite a fun guy. I think he is really a fun guy. Yeah, he is a fun guy. Absolutely. I love him. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was my standout. Even mm-hmm. though, yes, Ranveer Singh, but Farhan Akhtar. Farhan Akhtar. Definitely. Yeah. I think for me, I actually have two. My first ever solo interview with Arjun, Ali, Ali, Alia yeah, Arjun. and Arjun. Like it was, <laughs> two states. That's two it states, was yeah. just yeah. two states. It was wicked. It was brilliant. Um, and then I really enjoyed interviewing with Balan. I really, she was so much for, fun yeah. for um, Shukuntala Devi. Devi. She yeah. was so much fun. Yeah. Like, and also like. I think she's quite fa- funny on Instagram as well. She, she is. I love her on Instagram. Yeah. She's she brilliant. She's brilliant. But considering she'd come off a 14 hour flight, hadn't had anything to eat, had a smack, like literally like a banging headache yeah. before we start she was literally just how she had her he- like her head in her hands and stuff like that and I was like do you want to get something to eat do you want to like I don't mind waiting and she was like no 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 I'm fine as soon as we started she was like oh my god Shama I'm here like for that. you Game like face on. just completely um, and our photographer actually got a really it's on my Instagram um, got a really good photo of like she's looking at me and we're both laughing oh, yeah, and it's great nice. it was you know it's yeah. those kind of like just yeah, I, I, it's and it's when you make an impress when you make an that's what it is. Ba- yeah. Make an impression Absolutely. with someone. Yeah. But you know, I, I was remembering um, 
uh, interview moments, <laughs> the awkward ones. They're the most. Oh yeah, what's the, most, the, what's the awkward the ones? ones. Uh, because I remember I interviewed, um, uh, and I used to do a lot of these interviews on Sobras, where I used to interview um, actors and actresses from Indian television. Yeah. So I had an interview with an actress <laughs> at the time. <laughs> And I didn't know much of her. So sometimes, you know, you just blag. You yeah. just say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah great. Yeah. How's the show? <laughs> no, no, no. And then this actress started kind of like talking a little bit more about her show. And you can improvise yeah. in these moments. But when she kind of turns it around on you, oh. and she asks you, oh, what did you think about this scene where I, w- I was okay? <laughs> Who's interviewing you here? I don't know much about you and your show. Um, so this is turning out to be quite awkward because when we do interviews, it's usually based on the requests of people, yeah. uh, the yeah. listeners, and we're like, yeah, yeah we'll can do an interview because there's a lot of demand. Absolutely. And she wasn't, I can tell you off air, uh, she wasn't like a big timer, but no. it was just good to interview. So I didn't need to do much research. I was like, yeah, yeah we'll just do it. Take it, another one off the list. Great. Yeah. We've done. Uh, but when it started, and this is live on the radio, so I was oh like, okay, my God. it's getting a bit awkward. Okay. Sorry, I can't hear, I can't hear you much. Um, <laughs> I think the line's getting out. So yeah, you're saying anyway. Let's wrap up the interview now, and we'll come back to you. <laughs> I love uh, that. And I was like, let's swiftly oh move my God, on because so I don't want to. I remember have listening that. to Raj interviewing a very big TV actress, <laughs> and she was in a very big Daily Show at that time, and she asked him to sing one of the songs. <gasps> oh my God! Oh, which one was that? I'm not going to say it on it. No. But um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she asked you to sing. Go on, then you sing with me. Sing one of them. What is your favourite one? And oh my God, the way you dodged it. The oh, thing is, it's really funny. That the the thing I don't understand is like, I'm sorry, but they can't expect you to sit there and watch every yeah, single soap. No way. Like, and you know, honestly speaking, I love uh, what Indian television is doing. And I love all the TV channels because I've got a great rapport with all of them. Yeah. However... I don't get time to watch. No, much of I don't think any. I, I don't, don't think anyone watches everything. Yeah, no. I, I I probably watch. Do you know what I'm watching at the moment? Is on uh, WhatsApp Plus. It's Tume. Tume Kedu. Tum Kedu Tume. Kedu Tume. Which is a suspense thriller because I like shows Ooh. like that, and it's a murder mystery kind of thing. So I'm liking <gasps> that so far, and that's on at eleven o'clock at night on. Uh, Star Plus, Ultra Plus. So watching that a bit, but I'm, I'm only watching because it started recently. Yeah. yeah. So for me, just to kind of get into, and understand that, and it's a little bit kind of different to the usual shows. I like That's that. the only one I'm watching. I like that. Well, Raj, cool. we have had the best time. Is this it? This is this is, this wow. is it. Like you survived. You survived. Oh my God, yes. You're right. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Honestly, oh, this has been absolutely absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much no, for thank coming. You. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for breaking your virginity podcast. Podcast virginity. Amazing. Uh, I don't believe it. Yeah. Thank you for being an international man oh, of, the, of the year. Of the year. <laughs> thank you for choosing me for this. Not special at episode. all. That's Not okay. at all. Yeah. Is there anything that you would like to say that you haven't? You felt like you haven't had a chance to say? No, I think I've been talking right. to you much. And like I said, um, that's the whole point of a you podcast. have <laughs> done so much in terms of <laughs> this, the whole presentation, the whole look, the sound, everything. So well done to you both. Thank you. Um, Glad I got to ask you something because you're saying that. Hmm? I got to ask you something <laughs> because you're saying that. You're prompting this. This has nothing to do with me, but it came in my head because you said that. Are we like a worthy? Are we like? Ooh. <laughs> We've already spoken us. about that, but because you're in uh, South London, you don't want to be coming to Canary Wharf Studios, right? Talking about us, <laughs> a joint, a joint, what? A joint, like a. Show. Are we like a worthy? Are we like Why a worthy? Not? Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, God, you heard it first. You heard it first. Yeah. Let's do a voice it on the radio. Voice yeah, it. Voice it on the radio. Voice it out on, on the, the radio. radio. Hmm. God. 
Watch how he's. Yeah, techn- I'm going to just say dekungi sochungi kalpar. Someone, you know, you know the Someone rest. Someone will get the film. Someone reference. will get the film. But no, Raj. Honestly, it's been really nice oh, talking to you, you. Yeah. and thank you for opening up about the important conversations. I think a CEO yeah. of like a, like a radio like yes. a gold should be talking about on International yeah. Men's Day. Um, I, I know. I just, sometimes you know what I can't. Uh, even though people think I'm on the radio, I can talk quite openly about everything. I think because. At the end of the day, we're still music-led radio stations. Yeah. So saying certain things, you know, I'm very particular about, I think, sensitivity these days. So I may not have said something that I've got it in my head, but that subject of mental health and especially men's mental health is very important to me. So I may not have expressed it probably, so I apologise if I didn't. But I think just listening to the radio and listening to what we do, Absolutely. all that is very important. Can I also say, even though we're a commercial radio station, unlike some of the other commercial radio stations, we're not just pushing these messages out if we're getting paid for them we will do these promotions on the radio about such awarenesses without any charges absolutely absolutely where can people listen to people can listen to like a radio everywhere everywhere like a radio is available on 1458 which is the best frequency in london uh on like a gold is 10 35 a.m and then if you just go to like a radio.com all the frequencies are there like a gold.com all the frequencies are there uh dab in london 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 and then if you just download the like a radio mobile app it's like a radio on your ios and your android store and then from there you can listen to like a radio like a gold excellent Uh, biz asia please BizAsialive.com. If you go to BizAsialive.com, which I'm going to leave to you. Um, <laughs> and who was that amazing editor at, uh, at BizAsialive.com? How dare you? I'm not there anymore. Oh. You can't get me to do stuff. Well, there's still loads of. If you, if you want to read everything about what we. Well, not everything about what we did, but any of our stuff on BizAsialive.com. Yes, it's on YouTube it's as well. It's on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, we've and got some and fantastic, honestly, some brilliant stuff. So do check it all out. And. Yeah. and and hello, it's Raj Badan. Where do we find you Where on socials? Where do we find Raj Badan on socials? Uh, mine is simple. Just type in my first name and my last name, Raj Badan, everywhere. Raj B-A-D-D-H-A-N for anyone who yeah. can't spell the surname. Uh, and I've got a website called rajbadan.com, but I've not updated it because I've just been completely swamped with everything that's been going on. Well, it looks like you're going to have... Oh, okay. I don't believe you. You haven't done enough in the no, last few months. You have no. to update your website. <laughs> you, you have so much so, time, Raj. I've like, become so complacent. That's what it is. Uh, right? I know. Like, don't hello, you're only, you're only the CEO of one of the biggest Asian radio <laughs> no, stations but in the country. No, complacency is not allowed. So, like, it's all right. <laughs> I don't, um, take, I don't but, understand how that happens. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you talk about this off air. You we do. Of, uh, we do, we do. Um, well, that's a wrap from us. For all of you who are listening for the first time, uh, you can uh, look at look up our socials, Voice Out Podcast. We're on X. Um, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. We're on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Come and follow us. Come and yes. like us. Yes. Please download our episodes. Please yes. like our episodes. Yes. Please comment. It yes. helps us get noticed everywhere. Absolutely. And also, we just want to say a really big thank you to Shai Hussein. DJ Shy Guy. Yes, we love DJ you very Shy much. Guy, who composed our amazing double-up-eyed jingle. Yeah. So, guys, that's it from us. See you next time. And we don't want to keep it in. We We want want to to voice it out. out. Bye. See ya.